welcome once again to the Ebone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 333rd time on this Friday, April 21st, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. There's an app for that. in today's time are not just limited to making or taking calls. You can scroll endlessly on social media. You can watch videos, listen to music, or even buy things that you've just got to have. We'll park here for this week because there was a little girl in Michigan who went on a shopping spree, completely unknown to her mom. The little girl's name is Lila, and she said she figured out how to purchase things on her mom's phone pretty easily because according to her, you just press the yellow button, and then you press the brown button. This knowledge could be useful in later years, but her age, I'll admit, it might have been more of a curse than a blessing because she pressed those two buttons so much to the point that she racked up more than $3,000 in toy purchases. How'd this happen anyway? Well, Lila was supposed to be playing games on her mom's phone, and she sort of was. She was playing Burn Through the Bank Account. Let's dive in for a second on what all she bought. Lila ordered five pink motorcycles, five blue motorcycles, ten pairs of cowgirl boots, and a Jeep. There's a lot of questions I have here. Firstly, why that many motorcycles? I mean, you have ten here. And I can maybe see the reason if you're buying for a party that you're throwing for nine of your closest friends that all like toy motorcycles, and even then it's a bit far-fetched. Then we have the boots. Okay, I can sort of justify that one as well, because you need a good selection. But 10 of the same size that you'll most likely be out of by next year? I think this one would make more sense if you bought sizes up from what you need now, so you wouldn't have to buy them later. You know, sit your mom down, have her look through stuff with you, and then decide which ones you'd want to wear as you grow. I know that might be impractical as well, but if you're going to make a purchase that large, you might as well make it worth it. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that will put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. To find out more, visit McNutter Butter Coffee on Facebook. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Romans. Romans chapter 2, verse 1 says, You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say that they are wicked and should be punished, you're condemning yourself. For you who judge others do these very same things. This verse speaks on judging others. Now, we know Paul was the writer of Romans, and he's talking here to people 
who judge others while doing those same things themselves. Most insecurity comes from a fear of what others think, and the devil knows this, and he uses it against God's people. Sometimes, more often than not, insecurity comes from not others judging us, but from us judging ourselves. We don't do certain things, or we do certain things, because we think if we don't, people around us will see it and judge us for it. And when we're insecure, things that are said to us, they're filtered through those insecurities that we have, and then we can think that people have said things about us that they've never said. We can hear things that were never said by someone about us. I know. I've been here many times. Because here's the thing. People don't think about us the way we think they think about us. And why we fear what others think is because we're pushing our own negative thoughts and opinions on others. So we're pushing our opinions that we have of ourselves out into the world because we might not want to think that we think of ourselves that way. We might not want to confront that we think of ourselves that way. But here's the thing. We can't find our identity in what others think of us because our identity is found in Jesus and what he says about us. That's where it needs to come from. Jesus says we are loved. Jesus says we are accepted. Jesus says we're forgiven. And Jesus says we're redeemed by the sacrifice he made for us at Calvary. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. We are made new by his sacrifice. So why in the world, if we have the confidence, if we have the assurance that Jesus died on the cross and rose three days later to redeem us from sin, death, hell, and the grave, are we putting stock in what people on earth think of us more than what the God of heaven thinks of us? The God of heaven says we are redeemed. The God of heaven says we are loved. The God of heaven says we are his children. This world will beat us black and blue if we let it. If we give in to what the world says about us, if we give in to the insecurities that we have, we won't be able to experience the fullness that God has for our lives. Because if we're listening to the world, we'll be less inclined to listen to him. Because think about it, the world says you don't need God. Think about it, the world says, oh, it's just an imaginary God you have. Think about it, the world says that you're not going to have any hope at the end of your life because it just is an accident. It just happened. The world wants you to believe all these things about yourself and all these things about the Christian faith. But Jesus wants you to just come to him and rest in him and everything else He'll take care of it because when we rest in him, when we don't lean on our own understanding, we're trusting that he can take care of us. Let's put our insecurities aside and let's lean on Jesus. Sometimes the Internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is golf bands or songs. The first response to golf bands or songs is red hot chili putters. I love those guys. They're always playing in the golf cart. You know, I wonder if John Fershanti plays golf. That'd be a cool slice of realism to this now, wouldn't it? The next response, four non-blondes. Okay, that one was too easy. Come on, I could have made that putt, I mean pun, in my sleep. The next response is, 
owner of a lonely cart. You haven't been golfing in years, have you, buddy? I'm sure your faithful motor steed would like to get back out on the greens as much as you would, so even if everyone else says that you've given up golf, I believe in you. Get back out there. And the last response to this week's hashtag, golf bands or songs, chip shot to be square. Okay, that one's a bit of a stretch. It's too wordy for me, but if you try it again, I bet you'll sink it. See what I did there? Sink? Like sinking a golf putt? Okay, I'll stop. Anyone who's ever played Monopoly knows that the games can get heated quickly. You're on track to stand a good chance of winning, and you think you'll buy a property from someone, and then when you roll the dice, you get chance. That chance tells you to give up $500 to the nearest player. And on your next turn, you think you have a good shot, but then you get sent directly to jail with no possibility of a get-out-of-jail-free card. And that's enough to make anyone a little angry, but I never imagined this much craziness. In Brussels, a literal sword fight broke out over a game, and here's how it happened. There was an intense game going on at about 5 in the morning on a Sunday in the street. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. The street probably isn't the best place to play Monopoly. I don't care what time it is. What's wrong with the old tried-and-true game at the coffee table in the living room? You know, where there's no cars zipping by you? Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. The samurai sword came into play when the resident of the house that these people were playing in front of came out to... I'm guessing tell them to stop because it's late and people are trying to sleep. That'd be the logical conclusion anyway. He came out brandishing a stick. So clearly, even though there was a game going on, he wasn't about to be played with. An argument starts and then out comes the son of the homeowner with the slightly sharper stick. And I say slightly in the same sense that I would if comparing the heat of the sun to a stove eye. So this guy's son comes out with a samurai sword, and the first thought of one of the players is to grab the sword and get it away from the man who has it. And if the goal was to get it out of its holster, it worked, because when the grab was made for it, the sword came out and it ended up injuring both men that were involved in the scuffle. As you do in this situation, the cops were called and both people were arrested. There was blood left on the road and a pile of Monopoly cards. Boy. I bet that was a sight for the first person to see it. Oh, good night. What happened here? I knew those games could get heated, but wow. All I can tell you for sure is that some people are like bears. You don't want to mess with them during hibernation. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.